0: Psalms 41 and 55. When trouble comes, do you run away or face the problems? These two Psalms of Davis are Psalms of deliverance. They were probably written when he was on the run after his son Absalom rebelled against him. We Covered that story a few posts ago. However, as you will see in the coming stories, David never really has times of peace. There is yet another enemy, waiting to rise up against him well let's dig in for in psalm 41. oh the joys of those who are kind to the poor the lord rescues them when they are in trouble the lord protects them and keeps them alive he gives them prosperity in the land and rescues them from their enemies the lord nurses them when they are sick and restores them to health oh lord i prayed have mercy on me heal me for i have sinned against you But my enemies say nothing evil about me. How soon will he die and be forgotten, they asked. They visit me as if they were my friends, but all the while they gather gossip, and when they leave, they spread it everywhere. All who hate me whisper about me, imagining the worst. He has some fatal disease, they say. He will never get out of that bed. Even my best friend, the one I trusted completely, the one who shared my food, has turned against me lord have mercy on me make me well again so i can pay them back i know you are pleased with me for you have not let my enemies triumph over me you have preserved my life because i am innocent you have brought me into your presence forever praise the lord the god of israel who lives from everlasting to everlasting amen and amen why do bad things happen to good people oh that's the question of the ages David was kind to Saul's grandson when he had every right to kill him, yet his own son rebelled against him. Why? Because he sinned with Bathsheba. We may, we have choices that we make every day. We are tempted to stray off the straight and narrow. When we yield to temptation, we suffer the consequences. The good news is we have a God who lives from everlasting to everlasting. That means he's available to help us 24 seven. Nevertheless, he wants us to obey him. When we obey, things go better. We suffer less. If we let pride get the better of us, God makes sure to humble us. If we humble ourselves, he will exalt us. That's just how he works. Psalm 55. Listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my cry for help. Please listen and answer me, for I am overwhelmed by my troubles. My enemies shout at me, make loud and wicked threats. They bring trouble on me and angrily hunt me down. My heart pounds in my chest. The terror of death assaults me. Fear and trembling overwhelm me. And I can't stop shaking. Oh, that I had wings like a dove and I would fly away and rest. I would fly far away to the quiet of the wilderness. And there's a Selah here, an interlude to stop and pause about that just think, well, I just came from a a drive up in the mountains this past weekend. And um, I mean, it was just great to just get away from it all. (laughs) Um, How quickly I would escape far from this wild storm of hatred. Isn't that what we see online these days, hatred? Just people spewing hatred. Confuse them, Lord, and frustrate their plans for icy violence and conflict in the city. Its walls are patrolled day and night against invaders, but the real danger is wickedness within the city. Everything is falling apart. Threats and cheating are rampant in the streets. It is not an enemy who taunts me. I could bear that. It's not my foes who so arrogantly insult me. I could have hidden from them instead it is you my equal my companion my close friend what good fellowship we once enjoyed as we walked together to the house of god let death stalk my enemies let the grave swallow them alive for evil makes his home within them but i will call on god and the lord will rescue me morning noon and night i cry out in my distress and the lord hears my voice he ransoms me and keeps me safe from the battle waged against me though many still oppose me god who has ruled forever will hear me and humble them Here's another interlude god who has ruled forever will hear me and humble them for my enemies refuse to change their ways they do not fear god As for my companion, he betrayed his friends. He broke his promises. His words are as smooth as butter, but in his heart is war. His words are soothing as lotion, but underneath are daggers. Give your burdens to the Lord, and he will take care of you. He will not permit the godly to slip and fall, but you, O God, will send the wicked down to the pit of destruction. Murderers and liars will die young, but I am trusting you to save me. That last verse, verse 23 there, but you, O oh God, will send the wicked down to the pit of destruction. And that's going to happen. That's going to happen in, you find that in the book of Revelation. Running and hiding from troubles doesn't work. The worst wounds are those inflicted by a so called friend. It hurts when you are stabbed in the back, when you are betrayed. Jesus knew that pain. Running away from problems doesn't work because you take your biggest problem with you. And that's you. You are your biggest problem. We are what's wrong with the world. We've abandoned God. We take things for granted and cry when they are no longer available and and blame someone or something else. I did a post on living with an attitude of gratitude. It's something we all need to do. No matter what trouble you're in, you can face it with Jesus. Like David wrote in the last line, I am trusting you to save me. Are you trusting God to save you? Salvation is found in no one else but Jesus Christ, not in a church, nor any other person, certainly not Mary or a saint. Salvation is only through Jesus. If you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way, non-stop ticket to heaven and that you won't be left behind at the rapture, which can happen any minute now. Come, Jesus, come. What you have to do is believe, repent, be baptized, and receive the Holy Spirit. Believe, have faith that Jesus is the Christ and he died taking your sins away forever. And then he rose from the dead three days later. Repent of your sins, stop sinning, do a complete 180 degree turn in your life and surrender your life to him. Be baptized and show the world and yourself that you have died to your old life and are born again in Christ. Receive the Holy Spirit in your heart. How do you do that? Just invite Jesus into your heart. Humble yourself and invite Jesus into your heart. Receive the gift and confident hope of eternal life you don't know what to say you don't know what to do there's a prayer in the show notes or you can click on to my blog and click where it says how to invite Jesus into your heart and at the bottom of today's blog I embedded a new video a new um, song Jericho the walls of Jericho come down Soledad Gloria to God alone be the glory Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart. They are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20 to 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door.